Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Kiss the Sky Gadfly. This is Dr. Head. And this is And you are listening to and watching and watching in color time slip time slip time slip oh copyright trademark 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 mark justice yes uh, time for another time for the, <laughs> this time we're gonna go to the groovy 1960s groovy. and see what kind of fads and shit went on in the 60s that we can talk about for at least 45 minutes to an hour all right and go and there's a lot <laughs> hey come on the 60s were just chock full of stuff man that was a kind of a breakout <laughs> decade it really was a breakout decade Think about it. Seventies was another breakout. We've had breakout decades every decade. In figure. really started in the late fifties and then the sixties it picked up. I mean, we have you know fads like the peace movement. You know that was really kind of a fad, uh, especially after you think about it. You know for a while, and and all the after all these years, you know, look at it from a historic perspective. Um, but from that to things like oh uh, god. Space. Uh, to Mars. Mission to uh, Mars. Mission to Mars. <laughs> Mission to Mars. In the late 60s. That's true. Absolutely. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, yeah, just all kinds of things. So, I mean, uh, what's, what's some of... Some of you, somebody, you know, jump in here with what your uh, the fads of the '60s that you can the think about and remember. If, if not remember, and you know, you can remember them from whatever input you've had. Uh, well, I like that some of these fads in the '60s carried over into the '70s, which is when I remember them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like eight-track tapes, which came out in 1964. <laughs> exactly. But but I yes. remember them in the early '70s because my dad's truck yes. had an eight-track tape player. He had a. We, my parents had a stereo with an mm-hmm. eight-track nice tape player, and even like into like the early 1980s, we were still using that eight-track. Eight-track. You know, and by usually by side three of the eight track, that's when the song would like click and like right in the middle of it would change <laughs> tracks, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, eight track tapes for sure, you know, before the cassettes came out. Like, ooh, cassettes. <laughs> what? I don't have to have that thing interrupting like in the middle of a song. That's amazing. And they're so small. Right. <laughs> My yeah. Walkman. My favorite fad or Hold fashion. My favorite fad or fashion are tube tops. <laughs> tube tops. Yeah. Well, fashion. You think about bell bottoms. Bell bottoms. Okay, bell bottoms and a tube top. <laughs> bell bottoms were such a fad, and I think I've mentioned this before. It was such a fad that there's a point where you couldn't buy a pair of pants that weren't bell bottoms. That was it. You know, you bought bell bottoms because there there weren't any other pants. You know, <laughs> Gramps never got over that because it was that fad. You know. <laughs> That, yeah, interesting. There's a lot of fads, you know, a lot of right. uh, fashion fads that came out. You know? Well, the whole hippie movement. The whole hippie movement, so, yes. Right. Love beads, the peace symbol. Yeah. You know, the peace symbol. Patchouli oil. Patchouli oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Patchouli the smells oil. Patchouli, of the 60s. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the official scent of the 1960s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, underground, yeah. underground comics started uh, becoming yeah, very on campus. Yes, yeah. right. That's true. Yeah. 
Yeah. That was, they were big. You know, they really started getting big in the 60s. Um, anywhere, especially like in the late 60s, to, mid right. to late 60s, they right. really started taking right. off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Was, yeah. It, was it Ralph Snart? Is that, is that the one I'm thinking right? Is Ralph Snart Comics, Crumb, yeah. all those guys. Crumb, yeah. yeah, Robert Crumb. Right. right. Um, yeah. Uh, Freak, uh, the Freak Brothers, Fabulous Fruity yeah. Freak yeah. Brothers. Yeah. Although, by the way, I did, they tried to make, I, th- I found it on Tubi, I think. Did you I try saw it to? too. Oh, I, it was yeah. awful. I <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible. I thought, okay, yeah, this should be really good. Oh, it's really bad. Speaking of comics, we don't just have underground comics. We have Marvel comics. Starts yes. off Which in the became 60s. massively yeah. big. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. In the early 60s it's, to the mid 60s. Through, yeah, on. The yes. comic book renaissance. It was the comic really, book. Yeah. Yes, it was yes, the comic book absolutely. renaissance. Right. Stan Lee really changed the face of American comic book, the medium. Yep. And yes. uh, yeah, 1961 with the uh, Fantastic Four. Yes. And uh, I mean, because Marvel had been limping along in the 50s with uh-huh. a lot of Westerns and romance and monster stuff. And because all the all the old Golden Age heroes, you know, petered out by the you know mid late 40s. You know, Captain yeah. America was gone, a Submariner, you know, Human Torch. And they're really, you know, DC was kind of in that Silver Age. They were kind of doing the goofy Superman going or Batman going back in time. I mean, this, the Silver Age is just rife with those kind of silly comic books. But then here comes Stan Lee. It just changes the face of, of comic books with a, with a group of characters who fight one another. I mean, they don't get along. And they, I mean, characters who feel real. And that's what that's what made me a Marvel fan. Like, oh my god, I can really identify. These are feel like real people to me. Yeah the uh, the sixties was also like a huge boom in reruns on television because television had actually been around long uh, enough that they could start showing stuff. You know, from the Irwin Allen series. All right. That's a big 60s thing. Mm-hmm. That's a big 60s. At least I, yeah. yeah, I remember seeing well, all those. Time Speaking tunnel. Of, yeah. Time tunnel. Oh, that weird. Uh, when was that that transition when they were still making uh, some TV shows were still in black and white and you had the others in color? Yes. When they would put at the bottom of the the episode in color. I <laughs> love it. Now in live color on the NBC television network. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Well, the peacock. Yeah. Yeah. The, the peacock, peacock would be like, and it was like, that was the big thing. I mean, that's, I think well, a lot I mean, of people forget about that. Those 60 yeah. shows, a lot like Star Trek, a lot of them were you like, God, why were they so garishly colored? And it's like, to sell TV sets, to sell color TV sets. That's what that was. They had a mandate. Yeah. Speaking of garish color, uh, I think Batman. The Batman yeah. TV series, oh. Adam was, and, and had it was, also is fashion. A, it was a, it was a big, it was hit huge fan for like fad, two years. You know? Yes, and the yes. show ran three, but it was popular yep. for two. And yeah. all oh. the masked Italian superheroes that created yeah. Mexican superhero, you know, all of its bastard offspring that super were just Argo. all over the place. Oh, yeah. Super <laughs> Argo, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, danger I, diabolic, I, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. I can watch the Batman TV series any day of the week. Oh, I, yeah. It never gets tiresome for me. It just—it's fun. It's the droll, the, the the dark, you know, the the deadpan humor. I think it was one of the earliest influences on my style of humor appreciation for it. That like Naked Gun in the seventies and Police Squad. But I mean, the, the the fact that they're just saying these things that are so hilarious. As a kid, I I missed a lot of that because I was you know five years old watching this, four years old. But as I grew up, like oh my god, the dialogue is just so witty, it's so funny and so deadpan. Yeah, I know. I I always remember. I can't remember. I think it was the first season episode, but it ends with uh, I think. This woman's going to invite Bruce Wayne into her apartment. She's like, would you like to come in for some milk and cookies? And he just kind of 
looks at the camera and goes, well, man can't live on milk and cookies alone. You know, it's like that. <laughs> right. We are the swinging 60s. Yes. It's just like. It's good to be the bad man. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I'm with you, Head. That, that first season is like literally perfection. I mean, you could just tell. They are on all cylinders. It gets weak in the second season. Third season's almost yeah. unwatchable. The, the and, movie, yeah, the movie came out. And, and, yeah, and, uh, and yeah, the that, first season, yeah. Right, in the first season, right. Yeah, and by the season three, they were only going like single shows, not the double yeah. episodes. And yeah. That's when Batgirl came, comes in, though. So, mm. yeah, it was the first time I felt feelings down there. Hmm. And you're speaking of, yes, yeah, in my feet. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the only, only place I could watch it was down in the basement. <laughs> speaking of, there's this little band that came out in the '60s too. What were their names? Oh yeah, the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Silver Beatles. <laughs> yeah, the Silver yes. Beatles. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. they. Uh, I've, I've heard they made <laughs> no, a couple songs. Well, not only this, not only the Beatles. It was the British invasion. In the yes. 60s. That's when, you know, we were in the United States was just inundated with all these British bands, just filled the r- radio airwaves, you know. Uh, and I, in my opinion, I was a young kid at the time. In my opinion, it was great. I loved all that music. I liked it better mm-hmm. than I liked American music. Um, I just didn't. Well, like the funny thing, ironically, most of it was based in blues, like the well, Rolling no, Stones. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was absolutely. like they were taking the best of what what Elvis was being shunned for for playing you know a certain group of people's music we were not allowed to do that generation yeah we can't play <laughs> we can't play this type of music here at American Airways but here comes the British bands who just absorbed all that wonderful blues and 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 rhythm and just come in and just gangbusters all over the world oh yeah yeah and 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 then just all the offshoots from that that you know all of the the morphs out of that blues background that mm-hmm. you know came uh fucking pink floyd you know pink floyd mm-hmm. was in my opinion one of the most iconic bands from the 60s you know one of the most important bands i think from the, from the 60s mm-hmm. but yeah music music became so big um that was with the advent of of television you know was becoming more and more ubiquitous in the 60s so you were able to see all this i remember seeing the on doors the on on a on a, no i saw yeah. the doors on a show called shindig and they were on a beach and they did they did light my fire and i had not heard the song before so it was the first time i heard light my fire and then probably a week maybe not even a week later it came on the radio you know so it was all you know this big tie in you know and nice I, I was marketing you know, my first one well, my first you know exposure to the doors who became one of my all-time favorite bands you know mm-hmm. but it had a lot to do with seeing that video and watching the band play and how cool they were you know so, I don't and know. how I untraditional just, because what, what instrument were they lacking bass guitar yeah yeah right? but he played bass with his left with hand. his right but still it was yeah. just a no his sound left for- <laughs> Third base. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I'll be here all week. No, thank you. <laughs> but yeah. That's my yeah. Well, not only yeah. did they bring that music, but they also brought that mod fashion style, mm. which also yeah. came with it and took over America as well. Yes. Because uh, we were just aping and trying to imitate that new, that's that. Did that we get the teddy shoe? Yeah. The miniskirt. Yeah. You know, and the, the go-go boots uh, and go-go boots Pais- paisley yeah. <laughs> yeah 
Well, that's and what's interesting is how all that stuff came up because there was a lot of the the uh, fashion designers were doing what were called space age design. So they yes. had like the mini, you yep. know, and then the mini skirt is a product of feminism because they this is when they got the birth control pill and the women started taking control of their bodies again and their things, and then they're like, we can flaunt it all we want, and not you know, <laughs> with the, you know, and it's so cool. the, yeah, the mini, yeah, the mini, yeah, praise the, the Jonas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just think it's interesting how those came together, and like I love the idea that they also had some like. Uh, fashion uh, fashion designers doing costume design for movies uh, during that time and then oh yeah to me like the Didn't like Flint yeah the most that helmet, mm-hmm. yeah oh, oh. Yeah, the spy stuff Jesus oh, yeah. and that was not only um, that started as a uh, a writing a literary movement you know Ian Fleming's books right. were tremendously popular and that's when they picked him up and said we'll, we'll make him into movies and you know the you know and just a whole started a started a huge yeah. fad of get spy smart. movies man yeah. and, and smart. tv shows uh, yes yes yeah. Yeah. i love get smart uh yeah, and, um, I'm thinking, hey, that sounds like that sounds like Tennessee tuxedo. Tennessee, <laughs> Tennessee tuxedo. <laughs> Let's go see Mr. Whoopi. That much. Chum <laughs> yeah. That's right. That much. Uh, I, I was gonna I was gonna throw in to um what uh, Pref- Professor Feathers said. A lot of people forget that what really pushed James Bond like over the hump here in the States was Jack was JFK. JFK loved yes the James Bond novels, and yes. yeah, I, I think he was he had mentioned it, or they somebody asked him, you know, what, what are you reading, whatever, and he mentioned, I love these James Bond novels, and that was like the because they were literally know, hanging on the Kennedys every word. Yeah, exactly. The, the so minute he like, says that, I'm sure Hollywood and literary people are like, what? <laughs> it's like, let's do that. So yeah, Jackie. Yeah, it was television because he was really the first TV president. You know, he literally took advantage of his his presence to to use the television because, you know, Nixon was never going to be able to do that. You know, he he got (laughs) he he got elected in spite of the television. (laughs) Yeah. And there again, a lot of that has to do with ubiquity, you know, of editing as as time went on more and more families had televisions. So, you know, it becomes, you know, this snowball. And by the time, you know, and Kennedy was the first to take advantage of that, because I remember being, you know, um, in the late 50s, um, like and mid 50s, Eisenhower, Eisenhower utilized the television a lot, but there weren't that many people in the United States that had televisions, you know, so then it all had to be filtered through other news channels and radio and that type of thing. But as time went on and and yeah. So Kennedy was absolutely the first. He, he was the first rock star. Mass media. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And he even when you read about his life, he was a fucking rock star. Dude. So. Mm-hmm. He's one of my heroes because of uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, he's he's my personal hero because of that. Yeah, I think he saved the world. Yeah, and you, <laughs> there you go, Kennedy. Oh God, I mean, what else? I mean, and that's why they killed him. Nah. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, I, if he didn't have a TV, you, you might have had a you might have had a black light poster. Oh, there you go, black light yeah. posters. Those man. were those, those were, were the, big. Okay, yeah, and those, it, those carried big. over into the seventies because I remember yeah. well, being very young, and my yeah, my yeah. my aunt had the black light posters up in her room along with like the troll dolls and like the beads. Hanging time, down. Yeah. There's another one, the troll dolls. There, yeah. those were and, like that yep. was a big fan. Yeah. 
And her room always kind of smelled funny. I didn't ever knew what that patchouli. It was patchouli. Patchouli. What that smell was. I always tease her about that. I'm like four or five years old. I used to go up in her room and she had these black light posters and the troll dolls and you know, I'm like, this room smells funny. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Well, you know, one of the most iconic this is one of the absolute most iconic images that you will ever see that's ever gone out into the fucking netherworlds. And that's the smiley sign mm, that was right. invented in the sixties for by Forrest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> Forrest Gump, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, think about that though. How, that sign has become such a universal sign that has permeated every aspect of society. That's amazing. That's amazing. I like know? the watchman version. <laughs> yeah, the one. <laughs> yeah. No, the, I like the transmetropolitan the one trans-metropolitan. Where, where he's got three eyes. Yeah, that's a good one, too. You know, something we had mentioned uh, last week um, was a show that came out in 1966, Dark Shadows. That was a huge hit in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. And um, a toy that I I thought came out much later because I remember it being in the 70s. But toys kind of do that jump from era to era. But the Easy Bake Oven. Uh, was mm. a, what came out was, in the sixties yeah. too? Yeah, <laughs> going to teach those little girls to stay at home and and make uh, little little cakes for the men. How to cook with a light bulb? Hey, it's a skill. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds well, like a survival yeah. skill. But, yeah. <laughs> and like I was saying, we want to go from the pop culture to the unpop culture. Big movement in drugs, you know, uh, LSD. Uh, oh, jeez, uh, you know, so, mind so many, expansion. So many mind expanding heroin came out. What is but it? Heroin, <laughs> heroin was had been around for a long time. I know, heroin but it wasn't really a drug of a, a, a fad. It was. Yeah, I'm talking stuff. You know, even like peyote, uh, all the natural stuff, mescaline. Uh, you know, LSD. Uh, there's, you know, there's some. There's a few others, but then, um, yeah. And later on, yeah, uh, you know, got it a little heavier stuff. But that was a an unpop fad that was going on for a long time. Still, say it was insane. I have a question. Was- We're talking about marijuana. Marijuana uh-huh. was coming into its own in the sixties, big time, being more and more accepted. A re- you know, well, yeah, across the country as yeah. than, than opposed to the fifties, where it was localized to a, you know certain areas. And you know that that was a big move. You think about it, and yeah, you know, look at where that's going. That was a you know kind of a, a fad that you know <laughs> started out and is now permeating. So so did society. the like well, Jack Beatniks, style. Did Beatniks were like, the fifties morphed into hippies? Yeah, more or less. Dharma well, the flower children of the sixties and then the hippies of the seventies. I think. Yeah, Dharma right, late sixties. Wasn't there like the in between the flower children and then the hippies, or is about the is that the same? Oh, I don't know. Flower children and and hippies are same, they're pretty the much same. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, they're really communal that, living. That was just a different name. It's a branch of but, and communes. <laughs> oh no, communes is another one because of that whole movement. You know that that whole social social movement that was going on with with the hippies, you know, the flower leftists. Yeah. Yep. And and you know trying to, trying new ways to to survive. In a in a fucked up world, yeah, that's you know that was their whole thing. This world's fucked up. We just want to survive. That was the hippie motto, credo. What about surf music? Right on. Was surf music from the sixties? Oh yeah, yeah. early sixties. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Beach Boys. 
right. Beach Boys. Yeah. Yeah, Amer- yeah. America's America's uh, answer to the Beatles. Never, I never was a big Beach Boys fan. I liked a couple of their songs, but I never was a big fan. That's so why I said the Brit- British Invasion for me. Dick Dale just was a, was oh, a total stuff. enlightenment. You know, um, I just was not into much of the American music. At, at the whole, um, I did like Stevie Wonder. <laughs> He kind of, you know, transcends any kind of genre. Yeah, I think the 60s. Speaking <laughs> of the 60s, do you remember there was a, a Beach Week with his introduced little Stevie Wonder? <laughs> he comes out and sings a song with Frankie and that. Anyway, I just remember this thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Don Rickles was also in that one. And, the the uh, Beach the, Movies. The Beach yeah, Like uh, What's his name? Uh, what's his name? Yeah. What's his yeah. name? Frankie uh, Avalon. Aaron Von Zippen. Jody McCray. Eric Zippen. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Harvey Lembeck. Uh, Harvey uh, Lembeck. Himalayan what mind? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Annette Funicello yeah. was that sixties or was that fifties? Yep. Oh Annette Funicello. God. Yeah. How to stuff a back wild back in bikini. that time, man. Shoo. Yeah. See that lift and that separate. Because she was started <laughs> in the fifties in the Mickey Mouse Club. Uh, yeah. yeah. Disney yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, she was yes. in a bathing suit. Yeah. Oh, she was. She was my heartthrob in the Mickey Mouse Club, man. <laughs> I mean, I was young. Heart, but, it was throbbing. Uh, you know, she was my heart. I, my thoughts she, were not pure. <laughs> yeah, my heart. My she was my heart throb with the bra commercials. You know, the lift and separate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that for free. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a bra. <laughs> uh, a motor I don't too. know. Yeah, yeah. The sixties are just rife with you know, just all kinds. We, and we also got uh, what is it? Distorted guitar. You know, di- guitar distortion. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Distortion fuzz. Yeah. Just a, yeah. A lot of a lot of experimentation with with you know instrumentation and, and the beginning and, well, of the psychedelic, well, again, the beginning of the hard rock, the psychedelic stuff. And as it, it was toward the, the end. It, it was the when big was transition that? of recording equipment and that whole industry you know was changing too at that time and improving Mm -hmm. because it it was new technology yeah and so that had a had a lot to do with with uh, you know how the overall sounds and all that because there still wasn't much of that in in the mid-60s is one of the reason why the beatles stopped touring is they they were trying they were playing these stadiums but they had they didn't have the the pa system the broadcast of sound they were playing through like the speakers that were in the stadium which were the shittiest sound and they couldn't hear themselves play because people were just screaming and screaming Yeah, they didn't have the ability to like have monitors in a in a large PA system. That that came out, you know, later in in that decade. Oh yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. I think Jerry Garcia, I think, was like one of the one they of were, the, the, yeah, the Grateful yeah. Dead were one of the one of the uh, really pushing that. And, but, but then there was a lot of people, yeah, from uh, uh, like jeez, uh, uh, oh, uh, Deep Purple. Oh, okay. we're talking about sound systems and and working on sound. They were one of the primary yeah, bands. That really proto, proto metal and bands. And the Who, the Who too. If you, the Who never mm-hmm. played anywhere, you know. Once they, you know, they they learned. You know, no, you have to have this massive system of your own. You know. Yeah, they were I like the loudest band in the world for a while. I saw Pink Floyd. You know, at at the University of Toledo. I talked about this before, and uh, they had two big semis that pulled in, and everybody was gathered outside. You know, wait, waiting to go in. It was in the summer. And they had these two big semis that pulled in, you know, that was all of their, all their gear. And, you know, when we went into the, we got in and we were kind of up high, had really good seats actually. And uh, yeah, you just this massive, massive amount of equipment. I'd never seen anything like it, you know, and the beauty of Pink Floyd was 
when it, they started playing, it was not too loud. <laughs> Just because they had this massive equipment, it was the perfect volume. It was perfect. I mean, there was nothing that was too loud or too soft. It was absolutely perfect. That was when they were doing their quadrophenia sound. So they could go one, two, three, four. And in one, one spot, they did that with the organ. Everything was dark. And the organ started flying behind you. They also did a thing where, if you listen to the records, a guy runs across this, runs down a hallway to a door, opens it, there's a crowd, closes it, runs back. That all happens, too, behind you while the music and everything is going on. Absolutely brilliant. But they had one of the best sound systems I ever saw. Well, that was kind of a digression. Sorry. (laughs) I think a lot of people forget about that. Yeah, I'd never heard that story before. That's awesome. Just, yeah, yeah just, just the influence of, you know, electronics and music that was going yes. through a, a huge fundamental shift. I remember reading a story about the um, uh, ba- Mexican band leader Esquivel, and he was doing, uh, like in the late 50s, early, very early 60s, he was doing stereo recording by recording two separate orchestras and running between the two studios to get them so that he could sort of fudge the stereo sound. And then, yeah. you, which is just kind of, you're like, wow, that's kind of weird. But then, you know, as we move through the 60s until the end, you know, we start seeing Robert Moog and all that, that sort of that push into electronica, which will then take us into the 70s and then just take us forward. It was, it was huge. Just how oh, much yeah. stuff had just changed. The technology just, you know, across the board. Well, and you get uh, Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention. So, yeah. You know, rock music and theater and music as theater. You know, it's, it's yeah. a, you know. The old tradition of storytelling in the music and, and all that kind of stuff. Just really good stuff. Rack up. Not nearly as exciting as any of that. A, a lot of the lamps were uh, big in the uh, 60s and the but 70s. They, yeah. they were pretty exciting, though, to you know, have one, to be able to have I one. Have one. I have one. I have one on my yeah. desk right now. Yeah. 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 So they were, they were, yeah, they were pretty cool. They were pretty cool. But that, and there you go. You, you know, turn your lava lamp on and, you know, get some patchouli. Uh, Incense going. That's right. Get your black. You got all your black lights lit. Uh, all your black light pictures, and you you have a record player, and you put on "People Are Strange" by the Doors, and just fucking go into it. An and well, and then you turn on the TV, turn down the volume, and watch the space uh, launch. Uh, you know, in, oh, in, in, astronauts go. going off into space. The space race. Yeah, that was, yeah. I mean, yeah. that was that was huge with a Coke and cigarette commercial. Well, we, we won the space race with Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> and Tang. And Tang, oh, yeah. Tang was another one. Oh, Tang was huge. Astronaut yeah. drink. Yes. Oh, I know. Oh. I loved that stuff. Man, I remember still yeah. trying to trying to get the bottle of Tang that had the little wind-up moon rover in it. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> I do not. Like that would have been Oh, my God. It was like, it was. Either, I can't remember if it was on the outside of the package or if they just like shrunk-wrapped it to the outside. But, man, I really wanted that moon rover <laughs> and the bottle of Tang. My mom's like, you're not going to drink this. And I'm like, oh. For this, I will drink the entire fucking bottle of Tang. Give me that. I'll mix it up. Yeah. It was pretty nasty. It was. I drank it. Astronaut drink. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty nasty. But astronauts drink it. I don't remember that. (laughs) Yeah. We also had uh, Captain Kangaroo. I need a haircut. Well, Captain Kangaroo transcends. He was in the 50s, too. Yeah. He He started in the 50s. I watched him when I was really young. Okay. So well, that and followed him until you know I just didn't watch him anymore. But 
so he's actually started in the 50s but and continued through the 60s well in the 70s yeah. and yeah, when i was growing yeah. up too yeah yes, that's yep. right yep. that's right yeah that's when i remember and great just well. a great you know one of my great memories as a kid watching yeah. captain mm-hmm. kangaroo with mr moose yeah. Oh, and Mr. Moose, Tom Terrific. All the terrific. ping pong balls would come yeah. down. Tom yeah, Terrific. Yeah. And, and, this is and, for the yeah. locals. Mr. Green How about Jeans? Uncle Ben? Oh, yeah. Uh, patches yeah. and pockets. Yeah. Patches and pockets, yeah. That's are, local. Those are seven, yeah. And those are 70s, I think, aren't they? Yeah, but yeah. Still, yeah. yeah, they were. Very Uncle early ben, 70s. Though, yeah. I don't know. I think he was 60s. I thought Uncle Ben was. Patches and pockets, 70s. Was very 70s, yeah. I think Uncle Ben did start in the 60s, but he, he carried over to the 70s. Oh, yeah. What, he was around for a long time. I remember that. With Captain Kangaroo, the one thing that creeped me out about that show was, uh, well, first off, was the the clock, the Ping grandfather pong. clock that, that came alive. Do you remember oh, yeah. that? That thing was creepy yes. as fuck. Uh, and now, <laughs> when I go back and think about it, even creepier was Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I offer you a Jello pudding and maybe a drink here? <laughs> it tastes a little funny. Don't worry. Um. Just lay your head back on the pillow. Yeah. One of the things I love uh, about the 60s, because I, I had these, I still actually have some, um, which I, I have uh, yet to break into. Sea Monkeys came out in the 1960s. They're probably still alive. Do you still have them in the package? I st- yeah, I still have them in the package, <laughs> right. They're in hibernation, man. Um, yeah, I, I love these. And then as a kid, of course, you're thinking they look just like the advertisement, you know, like little yeah. humanoid people well, with sure arms and legs. I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God, I want these, you know? Then when you get them, like, what the fuck is this? That does not like, look like a monkey. They go, they, go, <laughs> like, they swim in the circles. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, oh, my God, they're cannibals. They're eating each other. Jesus Christ, what did I get? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Lord of the shrimp. <laughs> exactly, man. I'm like, what the heck? Did my sea monkeys all eat each other? That is oh, not good, man. Uh, yeah. Did you guys mention? Comic men- book stuff. Men- yeah, just the back, the ads and stuff. I, that, yeah, I the x-ray specs. And, oh, man, all that stuff. A moon monster poster. That's my biggest memory of that stuff. I sent away for that. And, and of course, it was snail mail. And it took like forever, <laughs> you know, three months, whatever, for it to get there. It's like, ah. But when it got there, it's like, yes. Then you open it. It's like, oh. <laughs> like the moon monster poster. I thought it was going to be at least in color. It comes out it's all <laughs> black and white. And it was supposed to send you like three monster masks. The masks were literally black and white on paper Xeroxed, and that's what. Yeah, and it was like our. Kind of sounds like the tarn feather. Yes, it was. It had the little <laughs> where you put the yeah, the tarn feather, and then yeah. it came. Then it had a newsletter, and I think what it it was like. That was in color. The big, you know, <laughs> the big headline was Boris Karloff had died. I remember oh. that. Oh, so there you go, like kids. 60, Happy masking. Seven. Oh, oh, <laughs> my fit. Oh. Anyway, the Moon Monster poster was cool. I had to take it down because it scared my little brother. <laughs> put it over his head at night when he slept. Just wear the mask. <laughs> anyway, Moon Monsters comic book ads. There you go. Yeah, uh, and and Whammo brought the Super Bowl out <laughs> in the nineteen sixties. Monster Magnet. Do you remember that? I remember those in the seventies too. The Super Bowl. You just throw it as hard, you know. The whole point: you throw it as hard as you can on the ground to see how high that thing would bounce. Yeah. And you do it in a big and parking lot. It didn't it, bounce right back at. Yeah, it take a big. Yeah, it takes a big bad bounce. You're like oh, fuck, trying to chase a Super Bowl around the parking lot for like six. <laughs> ah, where does he? Is this going to keep on bouncing, man? 
Or he had a couple of them. People were towing them around. Yeah, well, that's we would take a handful of them in the gymnasium, and mm-hmm. about a dozen people would just yeah. throw them in different directions at the, the upper walls and just watch them bounce all over the place, and then get in trouble for it. So, <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. The uh, oh, 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 those kind of super balls. I was thinking something. Sorry. <laughs> Tar, you want to? Tarkim. <laughs> oh, sorry. There we go. Oh, that was Sensor. great. Sensor. That's, <laughs> Sensor. That's so much better. I love that. Woo. I don't have to wash my eyes out. All we saw, all we saw, was that green guy's mouth appear. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, and another another toy I, that was big. It's uh, big in the seventies as well. Carried over on the yo-yo. Started in the 1960s. That was, that was yeah, really it big. started getting really, it was really big in the 60s. Right, yeah. right. I mean, it started because when I was young in the 50s, it was a staple. You had yo yos, you know, and, and there was, you learned all the obligatory tricks. But in the 70s, they started having these really serious revival. Yo-yo, yeah, revival. Yeah, it was the it butterfly was, ones. Yeah. I like the glow in the dark. The Duncan. Yeah. I had the yes. glow in the dark yeah, the one. Yes. I could never like make it do those yeah. cool tricks, man. I tried. It just yeah, I couldn't. I could only do, do a couple, you know, and, and never got real good at it. But there again, it's like anything, you know. Just I had friends that would practice. That's all they would do. It'd be like some kid now, you know, on a on a on their iPhone, you know, they would be sitting there for hours just practicing these things. You know, we'd be you know drinking pop, sitting around talking this, and here's you know. Joe over here going, <laughs> you know, for hours he would do it, but he was really good. So he was really big into that. To the point where it became a martial arts weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Started working for the CIA in 1968. Yes. Vietnam, here I come. So what, it was G.I. Joe? I read Maracas. What? Was G.I. Joe from the 60s? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The twelve inch, yeah, what? yeah. GI Joe carried over until like I think nineteen eighty eighty one might have been or early eighties is when it kind of petered out. Yeah, it uh, shrunk down to the three and three quarter inch size. Yeah, that, that's when it went. To, yeah, I remember like the last like. Oh, that's a big jump, boy. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. They went for the twelve inch Joes or eleven inch. Shrinkage, like like Bullet Man. I remember Bullet Man oh, coming yeah. out. Yeah, the <laughs> human bullet. Yeah, the guy and who like, needed oh, hands. Bullet Man. Yeah, yeah, and I remember getting like you know because my cousin who was a couple of years older than me, he always had the GI Joes, and so I, I always wanted them. He's he's always my, like my older brother. So I had the the tank, the helicopter, the jeep with the you know towing the fifty cal you know on the back, and I had like the repelling equipment. I had a little you know raft, you know. Oh man, I I loved GI Joe. It was awesome. Yeah, they were the great. Space capsule. Their articulation, yeah. those original ones were crazy. Yeah. How many yeah. points they could yeah. All the clothing, the detail, it was like real cloth. Yeah. You could buy all kinds of outfits. They had like a little mess kit with a fork and a knife. Yeah, it had mm-hmm. it had everything. Oh cool. god, and the I had the action team stuff, I had the backpack, I had a little compass on the action team, you know, yeah. the top. I'm like, oh, this was so sweet. Yeah, it was it was great stuff. I had yeah, the one with yeah, the mummy. Sneak into your sister's little... room and get the Barbie and bring her out. <laughs> Hey, Joe's pillage on. and plunder. Uh, it was Joe, the Joe's, uh, just oh, Joe. to town. Yeah. It was the sixties. She was liberated. That's right. right. She had her miniskirt on. She, she had that miniskirt on. Yeah, that's right. Wait, and uh, uh, Doctor Head, you mentioned troll dolls. Troll dolls are from the sixties. Troll dolls were big. Yes, yes. They, they were big. Uh, how mm-hmm. about Major Matt Mason? Was that? Yay! 60s? There you go. Yeah, Mattel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love those. Those were really cool. Yeah, those are the, the space fendi. toys. I remember yeah. a lot of space. 
yeah. were a big thing. Yeah, they were pushing the space toys to be fads, you know, it trying was, to get that was to really mm-hmm. take off. Well, it was to take a off. <laughs> it was. I mean, it, it, I think it was a manufactured, oh, was. you know, totally commercialized effort sure. to create the fads. Uh, you know, we're getting in sixties is getting into the Mad Men era, you know, of uh, you know advertising and how that all works. I want to know how many how many kids died using the thing maker. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> I oh, love man. those things. Those were so cool. They are, but they just look dangerous as hell. They're like, plug oh, that yeah. shit in yeah. and watch what happens. Learn with it. Learn with it. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was I like those. Uh, this was from prior time, but I remember someone having their fathers like an old lead. Where you had to melt the lead and then you poured yeah. it in for oh, yeah. toy soldiers and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that. Yeah. Well, if we're nothing we're dangerous talk. about that. Oh, no, not, not at, at all. all. No. Not, not no, the, or, the, or the chemistry sets that had like acid and stuff. I had and one I'm, of those. those yeah, too, yeah. Yeah. My friend yes. did too. I'm like real acid. Like, you know, like, oh my God, yeah. you know. Yeah, it was awesome. There was one. Uh, I'm not sure what year it was released, but it was. Uh, a radio is to study radioactivity it was like a science, <laughs> yeah. and it actually had radioactive yeah. material in there. Oh my god! Yeah. 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 Hold your watch. Yeah, all the, all the radium on the radio in the dark, right? Yeah, just scrape yeah. that off in there. That'll be good. <laughs> that explains that's why I have carpal tunnel now. Yeah. And that's why that explains my generation. <laughs> that's why I have two hands. Yeah, I got two hands on one arm. Look at that. I'm wearing my watch. <laughs> Dad, you should not. I can see you, my watch at night. And I can see my I can hand see, at night. You can Wait see me at night. I can <laughs> my watch on. I can count my bones in my hand. Nice. You shouldn't have played with that in your lap. Later. What do you mean I'm scared? <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have played with that in your lap. That's it. Yeah. Uh, were Did Legos things grow? Were Legos 60s or was that earlier? Uh, they they were around uh, actually oh, Legos have been be. around for a while but they yeah. they were starting to come into vogue in the sixties they I think they really took off in the seventies that's what I yeah. was thinking no too, that more seventies uh, yeah. yeah I was I was gonna throw up for talking toy fan well not necessarily fads but uh, Fisher Price was was kind of picking up steam with their offerings they have also had been around for a long time but yeah. They would hit popularity with their uh, little people sets in the late sixties, oh, yeah. which, which we call would get, yeah, which would be huge <laughs> in the seventies. But the sixties—that's where that that whole design started. trend started. Yeah, which which was big. What, uh, wasn't uh, did you did you people of the sixties invent uh, lawn darts? <laughs> yeah, is that you? Did you guys do that? That's I didn't think so. Bad. I didn't think they came around till the seventies. I think it's a seventies product. No, I thought. Yeah, I thought. Lawn darts. I'm pretty sure they were seventies. I could be wrong. I'm probably the metal jerk, but I could be wrong. Ever thought that was a good idea? Honestly, I love lawn darts, man. (laughs) Yeah, that was the best game. I'm like, look, you can walk. You got time to move out of the way. There's no one should have gotten impaled with that game. Well, yeah, unless you're like, how close can you get it? That's the game. How close can you get it? It's it's really fun to play with somebody the first time because you say, yeah, now you stand down there and I'm going to throw my darts down towards Straight you. Up. <laughs> you know, uh, that's always fun, you know, kind of a good laugh. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> they should have oh, famous me. last word. No, I didn't say catch it. <laughs> <laughs> they should have called that game cornhole. <laughs> 
right in the corner. Oh, I, I that, did, yes. That is I the did catch the dart. I caught the dart. I caught it. I have Yay, to go Hey, Mark, home. that's five for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I have to go see my mom now. <laughs> yeah, it's... Two blood-curdling scream in three, two. <laughs> well, you also, uh, they had the Chatty Cathy doll came out in the 60s, which was the talking doll. And it's yes. funny because that became Bitch a... wouldn't yes. shut up. Yeah. It was a big deal. It though. was a huge deal. Yeah. And yeah, it, the, the sequel came out was the Shut Up Susie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Make me hit you. Part of your up. lip, Chatty Cathy. Shut the fuck up. But but, but you think about it. That was the G.I. Joe guy. Yeah, Joey's talking Interrogator. You're Interrogator. wearing that. Interrogator. Yeah. Your what? hair looks like shit today. Go, Joe. You're going to be a failure. <laughs> All that negative self-affirmation. You, know, you were so. adopted. <laughs> Hope you don't fall asleep tonight. <laughs> I never sleep. Yeah. Well, I think the father sleeping with your hand. Yeah, the chatty Cathy, though. I mean, that's what we call people who are who chat, who talk a lot. You know, it's been yeah, a term now that yeah, we use. You know, you're such a chatty Cathy. Right, yeah. Oh, it's a chatty Charles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even if it's a guy, you still say chatty Chuck. He's a chatty chat. He's a chatty. Who's been a chatty Cathy. Chuck? You're a chat. You're a chatar. <laughs> chatar. 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 Yeah, there you go. Oh, hail the chatar. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Snoopy and Peanuts would get huge in the 1960s. As oh, like yeah, yeah. That's when those great the, car- yeah, cartoons came yeah. out. Yeah, the, the specials, the holiday specials came out. Yeah. I think in the 60s. The Christmas yeah, one did. was like 1965, four, yeah, something some, like that. Something like that, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, Halloween Peanuts was all, a little yeah. bit later. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, when did Star Trek? came out yep. 66 66 yes so you know that became like uh, you know a, a uh, you know unpop culture phenomenon you know which became a pop culture phenomenon you know now is pretty much i guess a pop culture it was no space 1999 but okay well that's true lost in space lost in space was that 60s <laughs> yeah let's shoot this fucker <laughs> well, I, I think uh, I think oh, the sixties. I think the sixties had a lot more kind of genre um, whimsical TV because you had like the Munsters and you had the Adams Family and you had Lost in Space and you know all these kind it's of about time. Yeah, it's it, instead of yeah, having like and, and, that and Star Trek, Star yeah. Trek, yeah. Yeah, and well, did but you guys watch things laughing. like uh, what about the Prisoner? Limits. The Prisoner Outer Limits, yeah. The prisoner didn't come till later. Oh, okay. Wasn't the sixties? I think that was the seventies, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. No, I think that's the sixties. What did it? Did it come out in the sixties? I think so. And there was a resurgence. Oh, there was. Sorry, there was a resurgence of the Three Stooges, like a rebirth. Nineteen sixty-seven. Oh, TV. Uh, Really? The TV. The cartoons. Nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah, prisoner. Was I think it was later. Yeah, you're right though. Though, and um, who did the animated stuff? That was. um, That wasn't. Jane Ward was it? Who was doing? I'm not sure who did the anime stuff, but they also had movies that came out too because yeah. the, they well, had that and like the, th- the the color series there on TV introducing the cartoons and the, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. movies and the stuff that came out. It was kind of like a, a rebirth for them. <laughs> Wild well, Barbera's uh, Abbott Costello cartoon. Has anybody oh, ever seen this? I don't know. No. Oh, no. Yeah. 
When, ah, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, that. yeah, that's right. In fact, like, it, it was very <laughs> much like the the uh, Three Stooges because I think they also were doing a Laurel and Hardy series as well. Yes. I, yeah. yeah. Oh God, who they was... were trying all this stuff. Do you remember the the Beatles and the those cartoons? Uh, yeah, Jackson like Five Ma- and uh, you like the Magical Mystery Tour? I mean, like uh, they were there, a TV Yellow show. Submarine. Yeah. Oh, the Beatles TV that. show. Yeah, there oh, was a I, cartoon series. Yeah. Oh wow! uh, There was also a Jackson Five. They also did. uh, Who else did they do? There's another one. But anyway, I just remember they were all done by the same company, so they all had that same kind of style. Anyway, yeah. Rankin and Bass. Did Rankin and Bass come out? Was that 60s or was that? Yes, that was the 60s. Yeah, Yeah. they're the ones that. Yeah, with uh, the holiday specials. Professor Feather, I think you're muted. I want to be. Oh, I said I thought it was Rankin and Bass. Is a bass bass? Bass, maybe it's bass. I don't know. I always call it bass. bass. I always call it bass. Rankin and Bass. King Kong escapes. (laughs) A dentist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, those. uh, um, Did uh, Wild Wild West was that sixties? Yes, sixties. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. Show. That was it there again. That was part of that fantasy thing. That yeah, was going whimsical, on. The spy thing. Yeah. It was like, yeah. and that well, it was a yeah, it was a spy send up, a western spy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and there was a lot of westerns on TV at the time too. That was a big. Well, one that yeah, it came out of it came out of the fifties. A lot yeah. of westerns on TV in the fifties. Yeah, but you yeah. know, westerns like, were, well, were a staple through the sixties yeah. too. You're right. Yep. Big Valley. <laughs> Lee Majors. <laughs> Lee Majors. So when did? Uh, Million Dollar Man come out. That was the 70s. 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 Er, early yeah. 70s. Early yeah. 70s, yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. What was he, he on before that? Was, yeah, he was from Big Valley. Okay, that's what it was. Yes. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Was that Barbara Stanwyck? Yes. She was, yeah. the, she was the Big Valley? Barbara, <laughs> Barbara Stanwyck's Big Valley. And Small when you're Valley. you're as old as me, it's going to be huge. <laughs> <laughs> if you touch that, it's double indemnity. <laughs> Speaking the of only, Birkins, the, the only movie I really ever liked her in. <laughs> There's one. It's a send off of like the uh, I forget what it's called, but um, she's in this house. It's it's almost like uh, Snow White, where she gets in this house with all these like scientists, and she's like a, a showgirl running for the mob or something like that. And um, <laughs> it's no, it's quite that's funny. A, it was like it was really funny. That's it's, a pretty it's old movie, though, isn't it? Yeah, no, I like it. It was my, like, funny. Yeah. Yeah, I forget the name of it, but the, it was delightful. Yeah, she, she was a lot really, better. She she came early. Yeah. She was pretty. Yeah, early. she was. This was probably I, uh, I'm gonna yeah. say 40s or even late 30s. Oh, see, that's like that. even. Yeah, that's even. She yeah. she was around from her 20s. You know. Yeah, she was. She was. Yeah. Um, she, she was, was quite pretty. quite the looker. Yes, yes, she was. She got that. You know, got had that sultry voice, mm-hmm. which, which then turned later to sound like a <laughs> cigarette smoker's voice. Light me. Whew. Say that again, Tar. <laughs> oh, oh, Say the things that turn me on. Hold on, where's my where's my sock? Right, should we pan the camera, Thomas? <laughs> no, uh, no. My where it is? No. <laughs> Why do you think you don't see my hands? That's that's I'm keeping them keeping them below decks. Yeah. Deck D E C K S. 
Well, I think the majority of Rocky and Bullwinkle was in the 60s because uh, yes. it premiered in 59, like in November. Yeah, there was a couple of so, months yeah. before it was it took off, but it really, like, I think was, you know, I, you, I would consider yeah. that more of a 60s kind of More thing. of a 60s mm-hmm. thing, yeah. Was it the Flintstones? That transition into the 60s, yeah. Flintstones, I think, were the same thing late, I think, the, early late 60s, 59 the, or so. Yeah, and then the goes 60s. into the 60s, yeah. Yeah. When Fred could still... Uh, but they were big. Cold they were beer. they were on like Friday night, you know, eight o'clock or something. Yeah, it was like prime that. time Friday first. Night. Yeah, first seven prime time animated. Yeah, seven o'clock until Kazoo. Uh, well, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I love Kazoo because it's Ooh. funny because it was also, you know, the the, the honeymooners. Yeah. Right. Pure, you know, just a ripoff. It was September 30th, 1960. 1960 is when it aired. September oh, 30th, it? yeah. Oh. See, I was, so I was 10. I was in that transition. Yeah. 11. 10. Yeah, I watched them when I was a kid. Um, but as oh, I, I love them. I, I just, I just didn't, I, I lost, they just lost the taste for me. Yeah, I just was the lazy backgrounds. I'm like, come on. I saw that door five times now. <laughs> And the sound effects is always the same sound effects, no yeah. matter what Hanna Barbera cartoon it was. But I, I, I was, I loved Warner Brothers, but I was, I loved the the whole Hanna Barbera pantheon. Like they had Space a, Ghost, had, yeah, yes. just tons of stuff that you could just put in there, and they would start to cross over. And like the Scooby Doo, we were talking about my tour. Scooby Doo, the original Scooby Doo came out in the '60s, right? Right. Um, yeah. yeah, and then uh, I liked also the one when they went into having all the guests. Show up on in the, the seventies. Those longer oh, movies, seventies, right? yeah. movies like the Harlem Globetrotters and Batman, <laughs> More yeah. and Phil Stiller, <laughs> Cass, Phil Stiller. Cass, Cass, and, Cass Elliot. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm like, who <laughs> the fuck is Cass Elliot? I'm, I'm proud to say I never watched any of them. <laughs> oh, I love them. Well, I great. think it's time we watch them. <laughs> yeah, that's my pick for next time. <laughs> oh, oh no, Scooby Doo movies. We might as well throw Scrappy Doo in there too. So I, I think on our next episode we're reviewing Love, Death, and Robots season two and three. Oh <laughs> yes, uh, we might we might make that a double episode because there's a lot of you know it's quite a few episodes that we could talk about or could do one. Um, that means everybody has to have Netflix at least for a month. We just got rid of our Netflix, but I, I'm sure I can find uh, episodes. Don't worry, just not to worry. Rid of it. Oh my god. All right. We were cutting back. Well, I'm going to get rid of mine we too here soon. I just uh, we don't watch everything. I mean, I think of all the streaming channels we have, I mean, I like Hulu, um, but I think Disney Plus is the one I, is my favorite one. It's got so much content. HBO Plus Max is when I watch the most of. Well, Prime. I watch a HBO lot of Prime Max. too. I watch a lot I of Prime. Too. I watch a Prime, lot of Prime. Prime has a lot of good stuff on there too. Yeah. And then Tubi. Yeah. Tubi has the weirdest shit on there. So I, yeah. right. Lots of great documentaries though, yeah. too. Crazy stuff on Tubi. Yep. Yeah. Tubi is the old is the old uh, Netflix. It's like when Netflix started coming yeah, around, yeah. and they're just and they're just yeah. buying up as many catalogs as they can. You can find the weirdest shit on there. Yeah, that. That's well, why I, I like have TV. you read that uh, Netflix is in negotiation to buy Roku? Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, because what whatever all the streaming services want a a brand or a part of their service that has ads in it, right? So if you know, yeah. right, like right now they're blending the freebie in with the Prime stuff. So you know you're oh, not, yeah. you know you know you're not going to get uh oh we uh we lost we lost tar tar twenty percent less tar twenty percent less tar no twenty five percent less unsane or twenty yes I can't do math <laughs> it's twenty percent 
<laughs> oh, we've already started. started. That's That's what... This has gone on a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can wrap this up. It's time to wind up. That's what yeah. he's telling us. He's like, wrap it up, gentlemen. Maybe, yeah, maybe it is. Yeah. No more crotch shots for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Does anybody uh, have anything else to add to the 60s that we may have missed? No, I think we covered it. If we missed anything, we can do an addendum next time. Appendix. Uh, whatever. I think three of us are fans of the 60s, right? <laughs> Came about in the 60s. Oh, yeah. I'm a breakout. Aren't you? You're a breakout, too. Yeah. That that womb couldn't hold me forever. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Mark? Are you? Oh, I mean, oh, Dr. Head. World. Oh, oh shit! Secret identity. We're only like a month or two apart. Oh, really? Gadfly. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Apart. Yeah, we're born in the same year. Sixty-seven, huh? Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. What are you? July. Uh, John. Uh, God damn it, Fez! <laughs> Hey, Sean, stop calling oh, your shit, name. No. <laughs> I'm not Sean. I'm not well, your Sean. name is on your... Well, Sean Kennedy. Oh, you can see your name <laughs> on, on your Zoom thing. And I don't know if you guys know this, but now that Zoom records, it keeps the name on the recordings now. Uh, Sean had his email address up. I thought I forgot about that. Like, oh, yeah, shit. Zoom records names now. So I did, I did my commercials for... Heavy metal horror. I'm like, I see like my name. Like, oh fuck! It, it records names now. It keeps it up. There. Sean can't get back on. I mean, uh, Tar can't get back on. <laughs> well, we're wrapping up anyway, right? Okay. We're just gonna wrap it up. You know where we're at. We're everywhere on Facebook, Instagram. You know where we are. There we go. End of the show. <laughs> and fade. End. End credits. Yeah. Cut print. Perfect. <laughs> All right. If you say so. Yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Say! This was Dr. Star. <laughs> and you were, have been, are, or some point might be watching and or listening to or absorbing or absorbing, or absorbing, or absorbing some form or another there is this this episode has appeared in the bottom and a tube top wait till the end wait till the end Dr. Hedden there you have it <laughs> Tar and Feather PsychoCinema.com oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tar and Feather and PsychoCinema uh, Facebook uh, Vimeo, Facebook uh, Vimeo, Vimeo slash Tar T-A-R-R and A-N-D-F-E-T-H-E-R the, the bastardization spelling of Feather Right, we're too lazy to put the A in there That's right It was yeah. a typo, we just never well, Who gives a fuck Heavy That's metal horror said. Heavy fucking metal horror. You know where it's at. Come on. Between the lines. You know you want it. Don't forget that. This was you friendly. want it between the lines. Yeah. You want it. <sighs> <laughs> and on Wednesdays, check out We Freaks on the Facebook. W-E-E-F-R-E-E-K-Z. A wacky little webcomic that'll tickle your funny bone. And only funny bone. 
Thank you. <laughs> Still leave it right there. <laughs> you know. Some of us have a much bigger bone. Just keep that below the camera. Some of us are just compensated. 